This is all about Kentucky tracks, Kentucky drivers, and Kentucky fans. We eat, sleep, and breathe it anyways, so we figured why not make a podcast about it. For 11 years, we've been keeping the bluegrass covered in dirt. Now, we're doing it bigger than ever before. We are Kentucky's Dirt Racing Podcast. Welcome to another edition of Dirt Racing in the Bluegrass Live, presented by Smokehouse Grill and Buffet. And welcome back in to another, another week, another episode of uh, Dirt Racing in the Bluegrass Live. Uh, I want to thank you all for joining us on here this evening uh wes it's been a been a been a crazy week a little bit uh to be honest with you i haven't even had much of a chance to to speak to you uh this whole week i think this might be the the first time we've we've talked it's just uh with work and everything it's been been crazy but glad to be back here on the podcast man we've got a whole lot to get to tonight so we gotta we gotta zoom through it but uh it's good to be good to be back on here this evening for sure yes it's uh it's good to be on here um it has been a crazy week so far uh i know both of us has been really busy and uh we've not had a chance to to talk and that's kind of crazy uh because we we talk uh usually every day every other day so uh it's kind of <laughs> been odd this week but uh nonetheless uh, another great show we've got on hand uh, for uh, everybody tonight and uh really looking forward to it yeah, I'm with you. It's gonna be gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, and this is the uh, Bluegrass Restoration and Construction Studio. This segment's uh, sponsored by Dirtman Diecast. So we want to thank him for uh, for his sponsorship, Nick Dillo, there with Dirtman Diecast and the folks with uh, Bluegrass Restoration and Construction. Uh, you would be able to call the uh, racetrack connection hotline hopefully you can later in the show i'm having some technical difficulties with that but i'll try to get that up and going here in in just a second uh wes i'm out in my i'm out in my shop tonight it was the only place i could find uh quiet uh, around here so a little bit of a struggle uh and by the way how is my connection does everything sound good everything look what what we we got any issues here because my internet is 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 a little bit iffy to say the least uh sounds good but you're you're a little you're a little fuzzy you're kind of blurry well that's that's kind of what i was uh what i was um afraid of so we'll go ahead and just do the best we can and try to get through this first part i'll try to fix something here in just a second in fact wes one thing i want to do tonight real quick is i want to recap the weekend of course Everything was rained out except uh, we had a practice at Rock Castle and then Florence Speedway uh, had dollar days up there. And so uh, Blake Brown was able to go up there, also Dustin Linville, and uh, and and uh, get, pick up a couple wins for for each of those drivers. So that was uh, that was something that was definitely good to see. And I want to let you talk about that for just a second. I'm going to go try to fix this Internet issue. I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> technical difficulties folks don't you love them uh no uh florence speedway uh produced uh, a good night of racing uh blake brown won in the in the modified and uh, in the 99 mod and dustin Linville won in his uh number 39 uh pro late model uh so congratulations to to those two guys um Good to see them uh, 
get started on a on a good note and uh, and win there at Florence. Uh, that's that's a big uh, big boost for uh, both of them to get those those victories. Um, I actually took a took a little trip on up to uh, Brownstown on uh, Saturday and watched uh, James Essex return of the Northern All Stars. Um, really good race. Uh, little Bobby Pierce ended up getting the getting the W in the Super Late Model Division. There uh, racing for started out being five thousand to win, and then um, ended up being six thousand. They had another another thousand dollars um added by a sponsor so really good night of racing uh 54 late models um qualified and uh just a really really good night it's good to to be back at brownstown just just across the across the kentucky border there in the in, into indiana so uh really good night of racing and i got to got to go up with uh michael despain and and jake despain uh, so we just had a had a great night. Yeah, and uh, I, I saw that you 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 were able to make that trip and talk to you a little bit about that. Uh, so glad you glad you were able to go up there and and do that. Our original plans uh, didn't didn't quite work out because of the weather, and that was unfortunate. But um, you know, and it was something else. That I was trying to fix my internet issue. How about that technical difficulties, uh, internet issues here and. If you've been listening to this podcast at all, you've heard me complain about the internet and or lack thereof in in Madison County. It's just uh, unfortunate that we can't we can't get some high speed internet. But I guess I'm complaining to the wrong people. Uh, but uh, you know, like I said, there at Florence, I didn't hear what you said about it. But one of the it was it was pretty cool because uh, both Blake Brown and Dustin Limville uh, started uh a little bit back in the field they weren't on the front row at least for their heat races there at florence because they peeled draw for their starting positions and then by lap one both of them were in the lead in their heat races led all the laps in their heat races and then led all the laps in their features so really for two central kentucky drivers up there at florence speedway uh, it was really a, a dominating night for both of them and like that was something that was really cool to see especially considering that for both of them they also had just made chassis changes you know over uh-huh. uh, just the, for brown over the last week and then for limble um you know just you know over over the off season so a good yeah. start for for both of them with those changes for sure yeah and and i know i talked about uh bobby pierce winning um at uh, Brownstown, but um, it was good to see uh, James and Josh Rice were there, um, Trevor Landrum, uh, Kirk Phillips, um, the Giant Killer, David Webb, um, let's see, Tanner English. Uh, those were Kentucky drivers, and I talked to those guys um, that was there on Saturday night. So good to, good to see them and, and support them. Um, yeah, so yeah. yeah, fun, fun night of racing. Uh, I hate that our original plans didn't work out. Um, but those things happen, especially in the spring. Yeah. Yeah, they do for sure. And then, uh, I know there were several other of our competitors up there, uh, at Florence on, on Saturday night too. I know I saw Ace Claiborne was there. 
I think he finished 12th in the feature, if I, if I remember correctly. So a good run for him. And then Glenn Hounchell won the B-Main there. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, uh, Carson Freeman, he runs there regularly, but he finished second in the in the uh, Sport Mod feature. And I'm probably leaving some out. Uh, but, but just, uh, like I said, overall, it was good to see some racing action this weekend or at least get to read about it the next day. I didn't get to make it up there, but and then and then of course at Brownstown it was it was a good night there as well. Well, one thing Wes I want to do and you know, we've got uh we've got about 20 we, it looks like we way down on our viewership here tonight. This is yeah. second week in a row. I'm not real sure what's going on. Um you know, last week we blamed it on spring break. This week I don't know if we got anything to blame yeah. it on, so um, I'd definitely like to see that go up just a little bit. So if you don't care, uh, share this out with your friends. Let's try to get some people on here. Um, we're going to talk here in just a little bit. We're going to talk to uh, Sherman with the Racetrack Connection app for just a few minutes. And then and then just in a little bit, we're going to bring on Joe Rush with the American All-Star uh, Pro Late Model Series and uh, Brandon Hargrove with Lake Cumberland Speedway. So let's try to get some people on here and, and watching this show with us because we got we got some good stuff coming up here in, in, in just a little bit. But one thing I want to try to do is is, is have a, a hot topic discussion. seems like there's always something going on, Wes, in, in our sport of dirt racing locally that affects all of us here locally you know tracks drivers and and uh, there's always seems like something going on that we can discuss so i want to try to do that each and every week here on the podcast tonight i want to talk about something and we've got just a few minutes to do this i want to talk about brandon hargrove made a post earlier is the reason that i that it came about that came to mind for me but that was it's just with the tire issue i joked about it last week uh, I believe it was some, we had someone on here and said we won't talk about that, but I really think it's something that we that that we need to talk about. I think it's it's something that's a real problem. I mean, <clears throat> honestly, tires have always been a problem. That's not really anything new. Um, you know, we learned that you know both the Northern All Stars, of course, James Essis has brought it back now, but Northern All Stars and the Battle of Bluegrass Series both really, when it comes down to it, ended because of an, a tire issue. Right. And when you look at the cost right now of tires for these drivers, it's absolutely in it's just it's insane. I mean, it really is. I remember when I was racing, we first switched over to racing tires. I paid $115 a tire and I thought that was a lot. Yeah. And these guys are paying 100 I'm talking about this is modified. I have this example. Well, these guys 170 or $200 a piece depending on which brand you go with at some point it's going it's going to become an issue i just don't see how it couldn't that is that's just a lot man and it's got to be hard on these drivers i mean it really does yeah i mean you look the amount of of tires that that these guys go through in a night or a couple nights of of racing in a you know couple weekends um it's just crazy and and the price on them just continues to to keep going up and I know it has to be hard on on the drivers and the race teams uh, just to be able to afford these tires. Yeah. Yeah, it it is. It's hard. And I'll be honest, I don't know what the answer is. Um, There's a lot of people out there a lot lot smarter than I am when it comes to this kind of stuff. But I'm just saying, like, I really wish we could do something. Someone could come together. Something could be done. I think there is an answer. 
And um, like I said, I just I think it would be good to to try to find a solution rather than just sitting back and and watching you know watching this yeah. thing happen. So because it's hard, it's really hard. I know it has to be on these on these uh, on these race teams. Like I said, I I bought two sets one time. They were one hundred fifteen dollars piece, and I thought that was big money. I can't imagine what they're spending now. So. Right. Well, uh, let's let's go ahead and go to the Racetrack Connection hotline uh, here uh, quickly. We've got the man behind the Racetrack Connection app. Uh, Sherman is on here with us. Uh, Sherman, thank you for uh, taking a second out of your uh, minute out of your day to come on here and join us and talk to us a little bit about the Racetrack Connection app. Yeah. Hey, how y'all doing? Good, buddy. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Good. Yeah doing good man yeah well i want to talk to you about we had a conversation not too long ago on the phone um really our conversation was about your vision behind the app why you started the app and and it pertained to connecting fans and drivers and i thought that was something that was interesting because that's really what we try to achieve here on the podcast and i think when it comes down to it you had the same vision with the racetrack connection app as yep. well Yep. Yeah, I've been a fan of uh, stock car racing since I was five. My uncle raced, and uh, I'd go watch him. And uh, I just went to the track uh, every weekend. It was uh, Fairgrounds Motor Speedway in Louisville. And I'd go there every weekend, uh, probably till I was uh, in my 20s when they shut it down. And uh, I also went to Sports Drum a lot, Salem, uh, pretty much the asphalt tracks around Louisville. And, mm -hmm. uh, uh, when I was uh, 26, I built my first car and uh, uh, I, I raced in the bomber divisions, you know, the lower levels and stuff and just enjoyed it. I, I raced for the fun of it. And uh, I, I decided that uh, uh, I, I got out of racing after about 20, about 23, 24 years. I raced that long and then uh, uh, I helped a guy run a track. And while we were running the track, uh, we didn't know who was going to be at the races until they showed up. And this was when, this was like 2010 when apps first started hitting the, hitting the smartphones and stuff. And I was working in databases, uh, where I worked and, uh, I talked to these programmers and I was like, man, is there any way if I had all this information, could we put it together and throw it out there? And, and uh, they're all, yeah, it'd be easy. And, uh, it's not that easy. You know? but, yeah. Yeah. But I built this app, and the app's a tool. It's a tool for the tracks to know exactly every one of their drivers that are coming every night of their total season. Uh, they can also get a uh, complete bow. So the uh, announcer has a, a list of who's going to be there every night and a bow about each driver. And uh, their driver's schedule is also in, in the app. And uh, it's got a, some other functions, too. It's got a chat function, and the chat function could be used as a, uh, like a virtual program for each event night. So the track can get on there and say, hey, we got hot dogs are hot over in uh, backstretch concession stand. And, you know, you can just talk to, the, talk to the fans, and the fans can talk to the drivers all uh, specifically in their uh, event, basically. Yeah. And uh, the app's also got a, a map function on it, all the uh, tracks I've GPS located. And the goal is in the future is to put uh, weather and directions on, on that 
map function. So it's a, again, I built the app as a, a basically a tool for fans, for tracks, and for drivers, basically, to throw themselves out there and say, hey, I'm Sherman and I'm racing at Lake Cumberland every night. Yeah. 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 Another, another feature, Wes, I found uh, useful was the ability to chat, like, say, during the event, not only promoters to be able to use that, but for all anybody that's at the racetrack. Um, so I think that's something that's, that's definitely useful. I do think it's important for drivers to get on the app, right? Because in yeah. order for it to really be able to show what it, what it's capable of, drivers need to be on there. And so that's something that we encourage any and all drivers to download that, that app and get your profile yeah. set up, your schedule built. So we can, we can know where you're going to be racing. Yeah. And there's, there's like 1600 people on it right now. And, uh, you know, it's that's a whole lot of people. I don't know 1,600 people, but uh, there's 1,600 drivers and fans on it right now. But, uh, you know, it's this thing is nationwide. It's every track. It can be every track at every state. And uh, it's not just uh, dirt tracks or not just asphalt tracks. It could be drag racing tracks. It could be RC tracks. Uh, it can be – I've got Pinewood Derby events in there. I've got Soapbox Derby. And my thinking is that uh, – Motorsports people uh, like uh, they like those kind of events. You know, they, they could be at a car show and uh, they could get on the app and say, "Hey, where's a there's a dirt track right here," and and they could go straight over to the dirt track and see who's racing and see who, what's going on and uh, basically communicate with people at the track. Uh, you can communicate through that chat room. Uh, just go to any track you want to talk to people about and. To, people are on that chat they will uh you know they can tell you what's going on they can take pictures and uh it's a again it's a it's a tool yeah and i hope, I hope yeah. people get it and realize that uh uh brian abner uh from lake cumberland ponderosa uh texted me the other day and he's like man i really like this i, I yeah. i'm gonna get it get it going and that's that's what i need i need a a good example of how it works uh, at a, at a track. And, uh, yeah. last year I launched it at the sports drum, uh, up in Indiana and I had several people use it. I had a bunch of people use it, but again, drivers don't think about it. They, they want a carburetor. They don't want a, uh, application to promote. Yeah. The <laughs> they want some tires, yeah. you know, they want some new tires. But, yeah. Uh, once we get them on there and get their, get their, uh, bows in there and, uh, and their fans, spectators can, uh, you know, be watching them out on the track. Say, who is that dude? And they can go to the app, open it up, look at their profile, and like I told you before, what turns a just a common spectator into a fan is uh, if you know something about the person out there driving, and uh, maybe make some kind of connection. And uh, a spectator will come once a year, but a fan will follow a driver and. Uh, Hopefully, it creates more uh, uh, more people coming to the track. That's what that's what I'm shooting for. Yeah. Go. Oh. Good yeah. deal. Wes, you have the you have the racetrack connection app, right? I do. Yeah, I, sure I thought do. you did. Yep. And yeah, I, I've got it too. You need it, so uh, go to your app store and uh, download the racetrack connection app. If you're a fan, there's a lot of very useful information on there. 
uh, and drivers, if you're watching or if you listen later on, I know a lot of people listen to the podcast later on in the week on your pre- on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, go download the driver portion of the app, get your bio set up and your schedule and all that good stuff. Download that app. Uh, it's it's definitely something that's useful in our sport, and as it grows, it's going to become even even more useful. So, yep. Joe Rush yeah. uses in his uh, series, the American. Yeah. Uh, all-Star Series. Yep. Uh, I launched it basically with him last year also. Uh, he had a podcast, and uh, I sponsored his podcast. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I built him some hats, and he would give away hats every weekend to his drivers and stuff. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. Yep. That's cool. It's cool. You, you're doing a lot for our sport and sponsoring a lot of people and sponsoring this podcast, of course, and racetracks and working well with everybody, including now a bunch of series around here. So it's always good to see. And we, we thank you for for that, because we can we'll take all the as a sport uh, in general, we'll take all the all the help we can and support we can get for sure. So we appreciate your help. Appreciate you coming on here with us for just a few minutes this evening. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, it's no no problem. Well, yeah. Wes, let's go ahead and uh, get to a commercial break real quick, pay some bills, and when we come back, we're going to have uh, Joe Rush of American All-Star Series and uh, Lake Cumberland Speedway's Brandon Hargrove on here with us. So uh, give yeah. us just a few minutes. We'll be right back here on the podcast. Racetrack Connection is a social media yeah, app designed specifically for racing. On the app, you can find a track, find a driver, review and print track schedules, and use the chat feature to communicate with other fans and drivers at any event. There's even a map feature where you can locate racetracks all across the U.S., plus many other features all for free. Download the Racetrack Connection app today. Donnie Kaufman used to say, it's good enough to make your tongue slap your brains out, honey. That's what we think about the home cooking at Smokehouse Grill and Buffet in Berea. Choose from the delicious options on their home-style buffet and salad bar or order from the full menu. Not to mention their desserts and some of the best breakfast you'll ever eat. We promise you'll never be disappointed with this racing family-owned business. Visit their friendly staff and grab a bite to eat. Located just off exit 77 in Berea. Hi there, I'm Alan Feldhouse Jr., head basketball coach at Madison Central High School. Here at MCHS, we have built a winning team. I'd like to tell you about another local winning team, family-owned and operated Bluegrass Restoration and Construction. They specialize in roofing, general construction, and home maintenance services. Just like on the court, you need a team that will work together to get the job done, and that's exactly what BRC does. Give them a call at 859-353-1133. Roll Tribe. And welcome back to the Dirt Racing and the Bluegrass Live podcast here in the uh, Bluegrass Restoration and Construction Studios. Uh, we're now joined on the Racetrack Connection hotline by uh, Joe Rush of the American All-Star Series and uh, Brandon Hargrove with Lake Cumberland Speedway. Guys, thank you for joining us here on the podcast tonight. Glad to be here. Very happy to be here. Yeah. Yep. Brandon, I see back there behind you, you got something that looks like a lot of fun. You you're in the you're in the race shop tonight. Yeah, definitely. Uh the best lighting out here, got a shop light. <laughs> so uh, you know, uh just you know, don't get a lot of time to race or even look at it, especially this time of year, but but yeah. we're really excited about what's upcoming and uh and it's uh, gonna be a big weekend. 
Looks like yeah, man. Yep. Yes, Huge weekend. No yeah. Three thousand to win. American All Star Series Pro Late Models this weekend at Lake Cumberland Speedway. Uh man, the weather is absolutely perfect. I don't think you could ask for a better weather-wise, a better week, a better weekend coming up, man. I know every, I've been outside all week as much as I could be. Just glad to see it, and that's a good thing for you all for sure. Yeah, you know, last year we fought rain all year, so it's it's good to see a beautiful Saturday uh, ahead of us uh, this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is. I'm with you. Uh, sun, sunshine and what, like 70, 78 or so, I think is what I'm seeing here, uh, the last couple of days on the, on the outlook at least. So, uh, that's, that's always a good thing for sure. We'll, we'll take that over rain any day. That's right. Uh, you know, actually everybody's asked, you know, why don't you try to get open up earlier? You know, for me, I know, I know the series, you know, kind of, uh, you know, they're, they open up kind of late like I do because, you know, a lot of stuff that you do. Uh, there's just so much chance of it getting rained out and uh, it's hard to get racers on the road and it's hard to get fans in the stands when it's cold. So uh, the good Lord's been been with us this week because it looks like uh, from all the promoting that I've seen from the American All-Star Series and uh, all the work that's went on here, it looks to be uh, just a great opener and we're just really thankful for all uh, what the series does. We opened up with them last year and it was just a blowout. And uh, we expect this weekend, as all the local racetracks around us has been very supportive for our opener, and we tried the same for the other racetracks. So that's the biggest thing that I'm excited about this year. I really feel like that we're the best place in the sport. We've been. Uh, everybody says, "Are you worried about this track or that track?" Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, no, I'm not, because competition only makes us stronger. For one, it makes it better for everybody. And here's the deal: when uh, different racetracks open up more fans get involved in the sport that maybe he's never been to a race and more cars get involved in the sport and and they're the way we're kind of all just kind of take our terms here uh it's like we open up this weekend uh next weekend we go up ponderosa on friday night we've got of course another big show with chris tilly 7500 to win big money all classes and that Saturday night, I'm taking off as, uh, you know, I've got a derby scheduled. We're going to do that deal as Rockcastle has their opener. And then Thunder Mountain and Corbin, uh, you know, they've got their second night of racing. So we appreciate uh, all the racetracks looking out for our openers. And, and there are going to be times that we're going to have to run against each other. But like I say, yeah. I think it's only better for our sport. Uh, thankfully, Lake Cumberland Speedway is strong, as strong as it's ever been. And uh, I really feel like with the changes that we've made over the off season, because I definitely wouldn't have spent the money if I didn't want to better uh, what we've got going on here. And I really feel like we have. Our practice date uh, was absolutely amazing. I don't think a person that was here didn't brag on what the racetrack is. Uh, we did make some changes and really in a big way because we've got the groove of the racetrack um, very stable for the cars. And my whole goal with that was – uh, to make the racing better, of course, number one. Yeah. And for number two, we don't want as many cautions. We want to be able to get the fans out of here. Uh, everybody knows they come to Lake Cumberland Speedway. When we start the show, you're going to say, see straight, nonstop action to the time you leave. There's no breaks. There's no nothing. I've got a great crew, great yeah. people. Abner, uh, of course, Matt Gager's coming back this year to be on our race receiver. We're excited about that. 
Uh, One of my good friends, he's coming back. Uh, We've actually, uh, Chad Yance stepped out of scoring this year, but uh, we've got some great people going to help us with that as Jody Coots is going to take over that area as we're going to use our scoring system uh, that we have. And, uh, you know, we're just really excited about the partnership with the American All-Star Series for our opener. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's exciting to us. I know that for sure. Uh, I, I can't wait for it. And I know you've done a whole lot of work this off season. I agree with you as well. I know, Wes, uh, we both agree to this. I mean, I, I agree with you that our sport certainly is, is in the best place that it's ever been. I don't think there's any question about that here locally for sure. I mean, um, just with the way that the racetracks are, are working together these days. You know, Brandon, you know this. I mean, for years, people hollered, I wish racetracks would work together. We need racetracks. You know, you, we all heard that. Yeah. Um, nobody can say that now. I don't feel like or, or know, at least know what they're talking about. Because, And that's something that's so important. You're right. It really is uh, for everybody involved. Um, yeah. Well, the thing about it is, is, is what I see, and, and even uh, with – uh, Joe there with his series. Uh, everybody, there's enough for everybody for number one. And, and also, uh, you know, it, it, it makes you work a little harder. It makes you want to be better. And, uh, and in return, it's better for the racers. Uh, it's better for, it's better money for the racer because everybody wants to have the biggest uh, money. And then, you know, not only after we come off of, uh, as we was talking next weekend, we've got, uh, Friday night at Ponderosa. The next night, we've got the Young and Reckless uh, Derby down here at Lake Como Speedway. But then we come back uh, the next Friday night as uh, we have our um, Ray Cook Series is coming to town. Really excited about that. That'll be on Friday yeah. night. So uh, then we turn right back around as the next week we will have our uh, Lucas Oil. Uh, sponsored by Tim Short Auto Group, May 5th at Ponderosa Speedway. May 28th, we'll be here. Big show again. We have races in between, of course, but uh, the Johnny Wheeler Memorial, May 28th, that's a huge deal we've got going on. Uh, then we've got the Summer Nationals coming up. Uh, first Sunday of July, first time Summer Nationals been on hand, and uh, we've had a sponsor to bump that up as it's now going to be 7,000 win as they run, what, uh, is it 29 nights in 31 oh, days? Wow. Yeah. So they $5,000 shows, it being a Sunday night, that they set the purse. I did, and we had a sponsor bumped it up to 7,000. They're going to be in the area down Clarksville and uh, also Kentucky Lake on each side of us as they come into town. And, you know, they have some awesome drivers that runs that deal. So uh, we've just, I've, I've talked to, a lot of people that says, you know, maybe they ain't going to do as much traveling this year. They're going to come to our bigger races, our regional big shows. I know Mike Marler, uh, he said he's going to be close to home a lot this year. We're excited about that. And yeah. uh, But what, what really excites me about the future of racing is to see what the crate late models and our other classes, they're growing. The hockey yeah. stock the division, that's yeah. just one of the best divisions. I, I'll tell you what, of all divisions, hobby stocks, as far as watching, I make sure I make time to watch that event. And everybody yeah. said all about the late models, this, that, and other. Here's number one. You've got a, you've got stands, okay? Uh, we know what the cost is for that division. And at the end of the day, we got to pay our bills, and we got to mm-hmm. have fans. 
Right. Yeah. But the pro lake models have stepped up, and fans are excited about it, guys. It's we've got mm. some of the best racers in that division uh, that we've ever had. I mean, oh, I, I yeah. look, Joe, what do you look to have this weekend? I know you've been throwing drivers out there right now. Yeah, you know, I, I've not even heard from any of your locals, and I've got like 30 traveling guys coming this weekend. So yeah. that's that's not even counting the huge field of locals that you normally have. So, yeah, that's we could have 40 plus. It wouldn't uh, surprise me if y'all don't have 50, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Really? I mean, with the weather working out, y'all got I 70 yeah. Friday night. Yeah. Uh, just actually, uh, just for people watching, uh, you know, We've actually, with the rain coming Friday, and just to be honest, I'm really behind, uh, you know, with the weather that's finally broke loose, it's like, uh, wait, 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 rush, rush, rush. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. the way it is. You know, it is for you too, Joe. And uh, we've been working hard. We don't have enough help. I want to give a shout out to Howard. Uh, he's my one of my best friends, and uh, he does everything in his power to help me. It's me and him. It's a two-man crew. We make it happen. We do everything around here. We try not to hire uh, anything done, uh, you know, unless it's just something that we don't feel like we can't or we've got a deadline that we can't reach. So yeah. I want to thank Lord for everything he does because it wasn't for our staff and the people behind the scenes. You know, we couldn't make uh, the opener work this weekend. So yeah. it's just really exciting, man. I just I can't wait to see the smile of faces this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that is, yeah, for sure, that's what it's all about. But you said, you know, one of the one of the most promising things about our sport is the growth of the of the not only crate late model division, pro late models, but all the other classes as well. But I agree, we've mentioned this a bunch of times here on the podcast, Wes. I mean, the growth of the crate late model, pro late model division, Joe, you've seen it firsthand with your series and everything else, but not only the growth of the class, but also the response from the fans, I think is something that's also exciting and really good to see our fan base come around to, man, those are late models. I don't care. Right. You know, most people, if you didn't tell them they were something different, a lot of people wouldn't know. And the, the action on the track, the competition is in that division is the best it's ever been. It is. It, 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 I mean, it, I feel like it's just as good as the super late models. And you're right. They wouldn't know if we didn't tell them. Uh, right. because, yeah. You know, them guys, and there's a lot of super late model guys that's, that's went to the crate deal. And I know some people look as maybe stepping down. I don't because they're just as good a drivers in the pro late models. <laughs> they are in the super. The competition yeah. is just as hard, if not harder, because they are more level playing field. Mm. And and, you know, it's the thing about all classes down here, uh, down to the front wheel drives, you know, open wheels, uh, you know, super stocks. That class is built up amazing at the end of the year. It took off. You know, I was I was really I tried hard to make that division work here. Like I'm on Speedway. A lot of my good friends races that class. But it was at a position to where it was on the bottom side of where it had been. So mm. it's starting to build back. People's getting back into that class. In all classes, we've got to where we can average, you know, 17 to 20 cars, some classes 25, and that's just a good thing for weekly racing, and that's a yeah. good thing for our community here because uh, we want people to be able to come out on a Saturday night and enjoy themselves 
and uh, you know to be able to do it weekly because uh, we we do have a few nights off here at the start of the year to let everybody kind of get situated the good weather get here in the spring but when we get rolling it's racing all summer long so yeah. uh won't be many nights off and and everybody's just getting a groove of thing here at the start to kind of take them into a slow because you know it is a transition for everybody in the winter you know you're uh, you've got time to do things and, uh, you know, but since January 1st, we've been wide open because, you know, we had sponsors, you know, to make happen. And then you've got all your stuff Want to get done. I've done a lot of work to the bleachers, done a lot of work to the track. Uh, you know, of course, painted the whole facility, everything here down to the gates coming in, we put paint on. So, uh, you know, somewhere around 200 gallon we put out so far. So, uh, it's going to be beautiful rolling in here. And, you know, it's just uh, really excited about uh, 2023. Yeah, that's a lot of paint. Yeah, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That was a paintbrush. I'll just just tell you. Actually, it's, you know, it it just, you think that there's nothing more that you can improve. And then there's, there's, you know, as far as you think you're kind of, well, maybe here's where Lake Como Speedway is going to be. And then it seems like we raise the bar. You know, things is just since we reopen, it's every year, bigger car counts, uh, more fans. Uh, now we're to the point where, you know, World Outlaws called me the other day. And, I, and you know, we done talked about a show for, for this year. But I, I told them, you know, just really for what I can see, I can't make it happen and come mm-hmm. out. Then they, we, you know, we got to make all the numbers work. And uh, I said, but you know what? We, we will make it work. And he reached back out to me the other day, Steve Francis did, and says, hey, I've got a date. We can bring it there. I said, man, don't make me say no. So <laughs> that's what we've got planned for the next year is, uh-huh. is we to, uh, to get one of them big national tournament series. And sometimes, you know, here's the deal. It's hard to make them deals work at, you know, my small racetrack, Ponderosa, as well we can seat more there we've got better parking there but it's just awesome for the fans and and all of us to see them cars roll in here guys from all over the world uh best oh, yeah. driver in the world to put on a show absolutely yeah. oh yeah yeah we can't get enough yeah. of it that's for sure so we look forward to that addition hopefully next year i hope that that'll yeah. work out yeah yeah we, we we like the sounds of that so uh, if nothing else, uh, you know, I don't know. We've, we'll uh, get some chairs and uh, I told them to fall or something. I don't know. No. Yeah. Be, <laughs> me, and, me and Wes can stand. Yeah. We volunteer. Yeah. We, we'll stand. We could do that. Just park the van all up down 27, shut them, you know. But some yeah. of our got to that. So it's just amazing to see uh, how it's how it's grown and, and you know, where we started to where we're at and for number one i've got my head out of my butt and i've grew of a man so that helps a little bit but uh my staff you know uh they just uh and these series i mean you know joe we appreciate everything you do and and we've got people like you guys that that gets on here and and really gets our sport out there uh we appreciate everything you all do and uh i'm gonna get my talking in that way joe can talk to you all <laughs> <laughs> but hey, uh, Thank you, yeah. Yeah, he he's a pa- he's a pa- he's a patient man. He can he can wait. Yeah. So, uh, but 
Yeah, so I, I can tell that already. But no, it's it's good to have you all on here, and and uh, it's good to have your support as well. I mean, truly, it is. Like I've said before, we could do this if we didn't have the support of our racetracks, but it wouldn't be near as fun or or as right. beneficial, you know. So it means a lot right. to us for sure. Well, you know, you're always welcome down here in Ponderosa, and uh, you know anything we can do to help you all, we want to do as well. And uh, but you know. I'm going to get off here. I think I've, I've said my spiel. I've said, <laughs> uh, we're excited this weekend. We hope everybody comes out and, uh, Joe, appreciate you guys, appreciate you guys. And, uh, anybody that's watching, bring your car, whether you're a racer, uh, bring your dog, bring your friend, bring your family. Yeah. Cause Lake Cullen Speedway kicks off this weekend and then go visit lcspeedway.net for all of our upcoming shows and events and uh different stuff throughout the year and ponderosaspeedway.net as well and i'll let you all talk it up so uh thank you guys uh sounds good man thank you for coming on here thank you brandon we we appreciate you and uh looking forward to uh, awesome season at lake cumberland speedway and ponderosa speedway and and we will see you plenty of times there this year at both of those tracks schedule that we've had uh you know at both racetracks so so that's a big deal you know our paying event for super late mile racing is 7500 and uh you know on a regular deal we we do we do a lot of bump ups and you know we've got big front wheel drive races coming up it's not not about uh just one in particular class we've got a big hobby stock race coming up big super stock race and uh and then that big weekend in june joe uh that's going to be an exciting deal. We've actually got uh, American All Stars. We've got uh, we've got Chris's series Valvoline late models. We've got the Bruce Built mods back to back. What's the date on that, Joe? June fourteenth and fifteenth, I believe. I don't yeah. have my calendar right in front yeah. of me, but June. Yeah, 14th. I think so. That's our only event back to back. So that's going to be a deal that where I feel like the racetracks being real close together. That'll be. That'll be the bar for the season. We've got XR come on board. It's called pay-per-view. Uh, they've done a lot for us to make that happen because, you know, without pay-per-view money and, and him do, us doing that contract, be hard for me to step up and make them deals. And Joe's done a lot, too. I mean, Joe helped out on that weekend, too. So, yeah. uh, you know, it's just it takes a lot to have all them big races. And we're going to bump up our other classes uh, to make all that happen, uh, you know, on the same night. It's really hard, you know. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you can only charge so much, and you can only get so many fans in there. So to give yeah. everybody money the same night, it does make it difficult. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I'll let you go. I'm actually – I got the lights on. I'm fixed to go out here and finish both in the trailer. been trying to sell some trailers, making a little extra money. So I got plenty to do. And uh, <laughs> All right. Appreciate you, buddy. We'll see you this Thank weekend. Thank you, buddy. See you, man. All right, Joe. Joe Rush. Hey, man. We we get to we we'll get to you now. Uh, <laughs> Listen, Brandon was talkative today, boy. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was on a roll. That's yeah, a good thing. That's though. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We uh, yeah. we love Brandon to death and uh, yeah. what what he does down there at Lake Cumberland and and Ponderosa. So uh, good to have him on today. Um, but yeah, Joe, yeah. tell us tell us about the weekend. Uh, I guess starting out. Uh, 7,500 at I-75 and uh, talk about it and then 3,000 at Lake Cumberland on Saturday. Yeah, you know, I've already started my weekend. I actually made a trip to Winfield today. I was right through there. I 
Marler uh, posted a trailer, a merch trailer for sale. So, you know, Brandon talks about stepping up his game. That's that's something we're doing. We're going to have a merch trailer now. That's why I'm in my truck with you guys tonight. He, he posted <laughs> that I had to come get it. So um, so that that's where we're at tonight. But um, as far as 75 goes, you know, 7,500, we've never had an event that pays 7,500 to win to open our season. You know, we raced at Bristol, but that was kind of a, a special deal and, and whatnot. This is the first real points race of the season. So, uh, this whole weekend, it's you, you win both races. It's over 10, 10 grand on the yeah. line so for, for pro late model racing. That that's really good money um, spread over two days. Uh, but but the I seventy five deal, it's always a great track. It was really exciting last year. You know, we're going to two tracks to start the season that we had two of our best races at all year last year on. So yeah. Um, yeah. you know, with 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 this deal, we're going to seventy five. Um, you know, we're going to get a lot of cars from down south, and hopefully they'll come on up to. To Kentucky as well um, yeah. on Saturday, and and a lot of them will. But then with with Lake Cumberland on on Saturday with three thousand win, Brandon has such a good field of locals uh, that will just you know mix in so well with our touring guys that that run full time. Uh, it could be anybody's race. Uh, last year Zach Sice won one of the two, and Hayden Cardwell won the other one when we we were at Lake Cumberland. So, um, but Steve Peden came down from Indiana and raced with us last year. He was bad fast. At Lake Cumberland, yeah. so, um, and then Josh Dietz, um, you know, he he's really picked up things and, and picked up the pace. So, um, it, it's hard to say, you know, who who could come out on top this weekend. Yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully, somebody this time. You know, you just mentioned the first couple races there last year being somebody not from the state of Kentucky. So, yeah. uh, just personal personal here for us here on Dirt Racing the Bluegrass Live. Hopefully, we can keep it in the state this time, and somebody from the state of Kentucky can can take this one home from well, uh, got, from Lake Cumberland. We've got a lot of touring guys that are going to be, you know, from Kentucky this year. Like I said, I mentioned Dietz. Uh, Logan Walls, who's right there in the in in the backyard, he's a full time competitor. Made the dash at Bristol, which is really good for him because he struggled on big tracks last year. You know, we we joked about that a lot last season because he yeah. he was so bad on big tracks. But uh, but he he looked good at Bristol, um, so I expect him to be a contender. You know, those are a couple of the touring guys that are from Kentucky uh, that definitely could win. Not to not to even mention the locals like Watson and Irvin and and those guys that are you know yeah that's on track. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. Yeah, a lot of competition just right here and and you know locally, uh, maybe not following the series, but but we'll be at Lake Cumberland on on Saturday as well. So that'll uh, that'll be a that'll be a lot of fun for sure. Yeah. Um, I was curious, Joe, how did uh, how did uh, American All Star Series come about? Uh, I know it's been around for a few years now, but how how did you how did that come about for you? Yeah, you know, it started um, in 2018, 2019 was first season. This is the fifth season of the series. I actually had a partner when we uh, when we started this thing, and uh, it was his idea, you know, his brainchild to start with, but it just wasn't his cup of tea, you know, and uh, I, yeah. I loved what I was doing. I, I was really enjoying it. He found me in West Virginia. I was race directing up there, and we were partners to start with, and uh, just wasn't his cup of tea. Great guy, but just wasn't his thing. So I said, well, you know, we'll just keep it going, and, and here's where we are now. So that, that all happened in the first year. It's been been me and my wife pretty much since then. Uh, she does all the back office stuff. You never see her, but she takes care of a lot of the stuff behind the scenes. You know, she's oh yeah, she's the most important there is when it comes to the series. But but um, you know, and then we started the weekly series, which you know, you mentioned tracks working together. Um, and that's something I'm really excited about personally. 
for for this season. You know, Brandon got on board with our weekly rules. And mm-hmm. Obviously, put both his tracks on board. Willard's been on board since the Hicks opened the track, um, and then we just announced uh, yesterday or Monday that Rock Castle. Yeah, uh, is, yeah is I saw that part as as well. So yeah. you know, you mentioned tires earlier. That gets everybody on the same tire rule. They can interchange. You know, Lake Cumberland's off. You can ride Rock Castle and race. Rock, yeah. Rock Castle's off. You know, vice versa. So that helps all the local cars and. You get through a three thousand a minimum. This is like the minimum guaranteed is three thousand to win our weekly points fund. There's a there's a weekly entry fee and all that money goes. So like last year we paid forty two hundred to the winner. It was supposed to pay twenty five hundred and we paid forty two hundred to the winner. So um, you know, it they get rewarded for just running at their weekly tracks, basically. You know, they sign up as a member, they they get rewarded for running their weekly home track, but it also puts everybody on the same tire rules. So if one track rains out. You can go race somewhere else that night um, yeah. without having to worry about what tires that, that they're running. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a step in the right direction for sure when it comes to the pro late models, getting everybody on, on board with those with those rules. And so, um, you know, like you said, we did mention the, the cost of everything earlier. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's definitely a, a good thing for sure to get everybody on the, on the same page. And just another example of tracks uh, working together or at least being, being cooperative, you know, doing, doing the same thing. It's a lot easier to do the same thing than it is for everybody just to do, you know, run around in the opposite, opposite directions. So it's a good thing for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and like I said, it gives even even AJ. AJ loves to go to Lake Cumberland. He's our two time defending. You know, Kentucky is well represented with the with the with the weekly series. Our, he's our two time defending weekly series champion. And Raymond Nichols won the first season, who's another Kentuckian. So it's always stayed in Kentucky uh, on our weekly series. But um, you know, those guys now, if even somebody from Willard, you know, Eastern Kentucky, they're off. It's easy for them to ride over to to race at Lake Cumberland if they want to, or Rock Castle Deer One. Yeah, yeah, that's that is that is true. Well, Wes, let's go ahead and uh, I was going to bring Logan on on uh, by himself, and but you know what, Brandon jumped off, and and yeah. Joe got a, got a minute there. Uh, let's just go ahead while we've got both of these guys on here. Let's go ahead and bring uh, Logan Walls into the racetrack connection hotline as well. Uh, and and what we'll is what we'll is have them on here together? So Logan, thank you for joining us this evening. Thanks for having me. I'm glad I'm here. I can tell uh, tell if Joe's fibbing or not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got to keep him keep him accountable, Logan. Yeah, he's giving he's giving AJ an awful lot of credit over here. Oh, oh, no! He can he can still hear in the background. Yeah, so uh, I forgot about that. I think he said something last year. You couldn't drive on big tracks or something like that too. So <laughs> yeah, just downing me over here. Oh. <laughs> uh. Uh, uh, Logan's got a great new company in Smash It too that uh, that's helping the series. So we we yeah. Logan traveled with me to all the trade shows this year and got to got to experience that, which was was really cool to to have one of our drivers with us. It was really boring. It was really boring. Yeah, <laughs> I, I imagine. Yeah. Man, well, me and Joe kind of ran around like kids in a candy store looking at everything. One and we just left everybody else at our booth. <laughs> yeah, you just let them kind of check it out for themselves. Go look at other stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I've never been to a trade show, but I don't. I don't imagine it would be the most uh, most exciting thing. After we the might, first little bit, at least. We if you might sit have to there all day for two days. It's not very exciting. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I, I imagine that's uh, that's the case. Well, let's talk about some good stuff, Logan. Since Joe's talked about all the bad, since you've been in the in the background, <laughs> so uh, the uh, so you have won for the last two years. I guess you're the two-time defending track champion at Rockcastle Speedway. I had to have Wes reach out to you earlier because I couldn't remember for sure. I knew you won it a year before last. but uh, And then also second last year with the American All-Star Series. So, um, you know, pretty pretty cool pretty cool deal. I know you haven't been in a, in a, in a crate or a pro, whatever we want to call those things, crate, pro, whatever. But you haven't been in one for a terrible long time. So uh, pretty pretty good success, really. I mean, right out of the gate yeah last year was our second year in crate lake models and uh we was ready to get our season started and we seen joe was racing at i-75 for his first race so we just ventured down there and i'm sure joe can tell you what happened there it was it was another it was, bad story it was the slowest car to track on the first night <laughs> yeah. Of, yeah. Of yeah we really year. wasn't ready to get our season started car wise but <laughs> in our minds we was ready <laughs> yeah but uh, so was we that you saying that was your night. first race or that was my first race of the year that was my second year in crates oh, we got a new right. car and everything and it did not go well the first night and uh the second night we went back out we uh ended up qualifying into the dash with I don't. I know there was over forty cars there that night, so we was pretty excited about the second night. And then Joe liked me a whole lot more after that. So yeah, <laughs> he, he invited me back after I was, you know, in the dash. But the first night, I think he was iffy, thinking about taking, telling me to go home. Yeah, yeah. Stop slowing our program down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that uh, th- that makes sense. Well. I was going to ask you about this as well, Joe. Since you got both of you on here, you did open up your season at Bristol. Um, that had to be a, an interesting thing, uh, a cool thing for the series, being there at Bristol Motor Speedway. Yeah, you know, for the series, it's kind of like our, it was kind of like our Super Bowl. Um, maybe a once in a lifetime opportunity, maybe something we don't ever get to do again. You know, they mentioned it a few times on the broadcast last weekend that that it may not be dirt next year. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, it's likely what was a once in a lifetime opportunity, um, having our guys on the, the Colossus and, and getting to be in the tower, you know, I, I'm, I go to the tower, I, you know, I, I started as a scorer, so, you know, towers, you know, my place and, and getting to be in the tower at Bristol, you know, you just kind of get butterflies when you, when you do it, looking down on all your guys that are staged there and getting ready to race. So series wise, it, it's probably the coolest thing that we'll ever do, um, like I said, and to do it in five five years' time, I'm I'm very pleased with where the series has come and, and gone. Um, and Zane Powell, I just saw his comment over here. He's uh, he's he's shooting for big the big E for us. So uh, maybe you guys oh, can help yeah. us out with that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll jump right on that, Zane. Well, Worldwide West, if there's any, if there's anybody that can get it done, it is Worldwide West. There's no doubt. I don't know. I mean, he's he's doing a lot though. I don't know if he can find it in his schedule. He's he's going to sing the national anthem one night at Rockcastle Speedway and wave the green flag. I don't know what else you doing, Wes. I think you're supposed uh, to be coordinating a speed weeks. Yeah, yeah, Kentucky yeah. We're ha- weeks. Yeah, hey, I'm having to have Tony. some. I'll call Tony Stewart. I'll get it. I'll get it in the in the works by about fall. Yeah, 
Yeah, call yeah. I'm having to have some hero cards printed <laughs> off too, so Wes can start signing autographs at the racetrack. And uh, nobody knows who I am. I'm like uh, Wes's buddy that does the podcast with him. So, uh, you know, re relegated to that row. But he can get it done if anybody can, for sure. True. Yeah. That and would then, be cool to see you guys at, at Eldora, for sure. I would definitely show up. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I think uh, we, we could probably hit 100 cars. Even though I'm not very good on big tracks, pay, I think I'll go. I think it could pay 2,000 to win and we'd hit 100 cars up there. Yeah. You know, I think that's I think that that's all it would take. So, uh, But, you know, as far as Bristol goes, I'm, Logan's experience was really cool. I'm sure he can talk a little bit about, you know, his end and making the dash and, and what that meant to him, too. Yeah. So he he did say one good thing about you while you were in in backstage, Logan. He talked about you making the dash at at Bristol. That had to be a had to be a top top moment of your career, just being there. But then having that success it was, too. Uh, it was when I first went out there for hot laps, and when I came back in, they asked me how it was, and I was like, to be honest with you, it was kind of boring because you just hold the throttle down wide open and you just turn a little bit. Now, <laughs> yeah, and then but really. once you get to racing against other people and they're side by side with you and you're going that fast, and then it kind of got a little nerve wracking. Yeah, but if you're just out there by yourself, it was just like you was on a joy ride, didn't feel like you was going that fast because it's just so big. Yeah, well, let me uh, while we're on this Bristol topic, we'll get off of it here in just a second. Logan, you you got to drive there, so you said it was kind of boring until you got beside some people. Uh, I was going to talk about this for a hot topic, but we started talking about tires. So, but, uh, what do you guys think about the Bristol dirt race, the NASCAR portion of it? Everybody wants, seems like that's something everybody wants to talk about. A lot of the drivers, NASCAR drivers seem to not like it, including Kyle Larson, who's a dirt guy. He seems like he can't stand it. What do you, what do you think about it? You think it's something that's good for our sport? Would you like to see it go continue or, or be done? Well, with it? when you think about it. You think about NASCARs on dirt. They're used to being on the asphalt. That would be like us late models going on asphalt. We're not yeah. going to want to do that. Yeah. So That's if true. you think about it from a racer's point of view, I mean, it's just not what you're normally doing. But mm -hmm. as a fan of watching that, it depends on who you are. Some people like to see it. You know, it's it's something different. It's exciting. And then some don't like it. They want to keep it as asphalt and leave dirt people on dirt. Yeah. Yeah. I think from a fan perspective, you know, I watched the race. Um, they were four wide, three, four wide at times. When do you see that in a NASCAR race on, on, on asphalt? So, you know, there's not much more you could ask for as far as excitement because they were battling three and four wide, different groups. That was cool to watch. Um, I feel like NASCAR has kind of sabotaged it a little bit by putting it on Easter weekend. I mean, you look at the crowd, and mm. I think that plays a, you know, they're definitely thinking about that. But if it weren't on Easter weekend, I think there would definitely be a better crowd. So, you know, it, yeah. it, it feels like that's definitely hurt that event. Yeah, I agree. I think they did sort of self self-sabotage the being on Easter weekend, especially the crowd, which I don't know. NASCAR seems to pay more attention to – to the viewership on live TV than anything else. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's good for the sport as in, I think if I didn't know anything about dirt racing and I was able to be open-minded because a lot of asphalt guys are like anti-dirt, just like 
a lot of dirt people are anti-asphalt. You know, you, it's like there's both. But if I was able to be open-minded and I just saw the, the race, the NASCAR race, and that four wide, three, four wide race is the best race they've had by far all year, I might want to go check out a dirt race. And I, I think th- that is something that could be good for our sport overall. So. Yeah. yeah, there wasn't a lot of, you know, for our event, there wasn't a lot of advertisement, which the event was mainly to make sure the track was in shape for, for you know, we know what it was for, you know, is to make sure the track was in shape for the NASCAR race. But yeah. we did get a lot of messages on our on our page, and it was definitely good for the series page. The series has reached like 300,000 people in the past month, which is phenomenal on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, we got a lot of traffic there the day of that said, you know, we didn't even know this event was going on. We live right here in Bristol. You know, yeah. if we'd known it was going on, we'd have come out. So I think that there were some, there's definitely some some concrete fans that, that would have been there and, and come to see it if uh, if they'd known it was happening. Man, we reached like 22,000 over the last week or month or something like that. I'm not <laughs> sure. I felt good about that until Joe just had to say they reached yeah. 300,000. That's, like, that's our record. So, you know, thanks to all our man. fans and people that support us. Logan yeah. said he's good at putting people down. Oh, man. <laughs> Way to make us feel small on here. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we we'll, thought we'd we'll really done something, Joe. I know, man. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, well. We can't all be American All-Star Series no. Joe Rush. No. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Um, but, hey, Logan uh, – what about uh, your upcoming year? You gonna you, you finished second last year with American All Star Series. Uh, I don't think you can finish second two years in a row. Uh, you gonna you gonna bring it home this year? Take that championship. Who won um, last year? Hayden Cardwell. I think you got him, man. I, I really do. You, I I'm gonna too. try for it, and if I'm not doing very good, at least I got the weekly to get fall back on now since it's right around home. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true, too. For the double. What? I said, you'll chase the double this year because you got weekly at home, too. See, he talks me into these things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Logan can't even make his own choices. He seems like he's pretty manipulative. <laughs> oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. he- he tells you these the good things about everything. Yeah. But yeah. Unless you're backstage. Bad, he talks bad about me whenever he's on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I tell him that to his face, too, though. So, you yeah. Know. yeah. Yeah. I can tell you when you that. said it. You say, yeah. yeah. As long as you say it to their face. I think that makes it all right. Yeah. I, I really do. So. <laughs> I think honesty is a good thing. If he's slow, he's slow. I mean, it's just just the way it is. Well, I'll tell you somebody will tell me the way it is. My wife, like you, you know, no, no, no questions about it. She will absolutely tell me how it is. It don't matter yeah. if it hurts, if it, you know. She so it's good to have somebody like that in your corner, Logan. Anyway, yeah. well, when it comes to my wife and my racing, it don't matter if I do terrible or good she's gonna say oh you done great but in the back of her head she's probably thinking that was terrible <laughs> yeah. yeah she works for but, the series but now she helps lift so. me up a little bit yeah. um i've just stolen all of logan's family to work for us his wife is our uh 
part-time series photographer, and then uh, his aunt is selling merch for us this year. So See, that's him talking people into things. Man, he is manipulative, no lady. Yeah, yeah, you got no choice. Your whole family works for the series. Eventually, I'm not going to have anybody. It's just going to be me. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, the yeah, Eagles say, Logan, don't race this weekend. I need you. I need you in the tower scoring or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I could, I could use your help. So, uh, but your, your plan is, uh, Logan, to run, we know now, your plan is to run the American All Star Series, the tour, I guess that is. But then you also have plenty of chances to compete for the weekly. Uh, weekly stuff as well. So, being that Rockcastle and Lake Cumberland both are weekly tracks now with American All Star Series, that that's and then Willard, of course, too. But that has to help yeah. you being being from here in Kentucky and having those opportunities as well. Yeah, I was really glad to see that Lake Cumberland and Rockcastle became weekly tracks because uh, that's where we mainly run at when we're not running around the country with Joe, but. uh it, it makes it easier because instead of using a certain tire to travel with the series and then having a certain tire we can use back at home, we don't have to change. We can just run the same tires all year round pretty much everywhere we go. Yeah. So it's it's really good for it. – it was really smart for Brandon and Rockcastle to do that since, you know, Brandon was going to do it because he was already having – tour races there so mm. he jumped on board and then Rockcastle seen that hey you know if if we're going to do it to help racers then we're going to have to jump on that too because if uh, if we don't then we're going to have a different tire roll than Brandon so right. the people that run with Brandon are usually going to stay there instead of going to rock buying special tires just to go to Rockcastle yeah yeah True. Yeah. So it, it so, helps us out. It gives us, you know, two places, well, three places for sure that, you know, we don't have to go and buy different tires for just to run at. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good good thing for you all as racers. For sure, to have those It gives us those something options. to compete for, too, like the, the weekly points money. Like, it gives you something to, something to go for. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. You, you all you all spending the big money, so you need you need all the opportunities you can you can get to. You, you know if you heard earlier, but I was I was complaining about having to spend one hundred fifteen dollars on a tire. That was just a few years ago. <clears throat> They're a lot more than that now. So uh, every little bit helps. That's for sure. When it comes to yeah. opportunities for you all to make some money, so make some and save some. Yeah, yeah. That's Joe, right. if you don't if you don't care, kind of go over go over your schedule for for the tour this year yeah you know we we start out this weekend i'll hit the highlights because we've got 27 races <laughs> um but we we start out this weekend obviously we've talked about that and then next week we we go tri-county in north georgia uh ray cook's track great facility uh north uh -huh. georgia's little bull ring um then we we go our star wars weekend i love star wars i know it's my my silent but um you know, we do that around May 4th, and we call uh, Wartburg All-Star Wars, so we have a lot of fun with that weekend, and volunteers are going to be that weekend, too, and they're going to do the Dark Side 40, so, um, you know, hopefully we can get some, maybe maybe attract some new people with, with stuff like that, but yeah, uh, then we've, we've got our biggest race ever uh, at Beckley Motor Speedway, uh, May 18th through the 20th, it's 20000 to win, um, so who knows who may show up for that, it's a 
UBB Miners Memorial Race, so it's a good cause too. Uh, glad to be a part of, of something like that. Uh, July, uh, June gets pretty. Uh, then we do Memorial Day weekend. We're at Withful and Smoky Mountain. Uh, July, or I mean June, uh, we've got Ponderosa and Lake Cumberland in the middle of July that Brandon talked about earlier. Uh, excited for that weekend. Um, and then our next biggest, our next big race then would be uh, middle of July. We're at uh, Paragon, or I guess the people from in that area say Paragon. Uh, talk a little different than us up north. That'll be that'll be our first Midwest race, but uh, we're excited for that one. That one is also twenty thousand wins. So um, we've got two twenties this year. Um, in the middle <laughs> of August, uh, we have fifteen thousand to win at Cherokee. So uh, that'll be our first trip ever to the place your mama warned you about. Uh-huh, yeah. um, so excited for that one. Uh, we go to Alabama this year as well to Buckshot Speedway a couple times. We've got a, a big race at uh, Natural Bridge Speedway, um, a 10,000 win in Labor Day weekend at Beckley again. So two big races at Beckley this year. Um, back at Lake Cumberland uh, for, for our Kentucky fans in September, on September 23rd, that's a 5,000 win event. Um, and then our championships at Volunteer Speedway on October 7th, that's 10,000 to win. And then the weekly championship, we do have something special for the weekly guys, invite them out, give them some provisionals. Um, you know, everybody's welcome, but it's, it's an event for the weekly guys. Uh, and that'll be at Willard right in the middle of all our weekly tracks. So, um, it'll pay, uh, at least 3000 to win. They're working on getting it to 5,000. So that'll be at the end of October. Excited about that event as well. And, you know, with, with the weekly guys that, we hopefully pick up from the rock and Lake Cumberland and pond. That could be a really good event. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Well, it's the biggest, uh, the biggest, uh, season for American all-star series to date for sure. Uh, man, that, that's a loaded, loaded schedule. So, uh, we're looking forward to it. I know Logan's looking forward to it. He's going to bring home the, the championship this year. We're, we're calling it right here, uh, on the, on the podcast. So we, it's going to happen the end of the year uh, Kentucky driver uh, so but uh, le- before we let you all go let's talk about this weekend Logan uh, Lake Cumberland Speedway uh, Joe already said first two races last year including one at Lake Cumberland I think it was uh, out-of-state drivers won we can't we cannot let that happen again this year uh, we want you to, we, we need uh, we need you to keep it home I don't like these out-of-state guys coming in here and stealing our money yeah. So uh, what's it going to take this weekend to, to get the job done, pick up the big win at Lake Cumberland? Well, uh, we went down to Lake Cumberland a couple weeks ago and practiced, and Brandon's done some changes to the track, and we actually like it. It, it actually is a whole lot better, I think. it's uh, It's got more banking to it, and it, it seemed like uh, it wasn't as slick as what it was last year, so it, it had more bite to it, and we liked that a whole lot better and we tried some we got a chance to try some new setups there and see what would work what won't and we got we got a few things figured out that we think can be really fast there and be up front yeah good well, awesome well we can't yeah. wait to see you in victory lane saturday yeah. night that would be great and, and hope you run good on friday night too at at i-75 yeah. Any anytime I take some of Joe's money, it's great. <laughs> hey, well, he's already paying your whole family, so just uh, take well, a little whether bit. Whether I gotta hire him workers or not, we're gonna get some money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
much. <laughs> uh, that that sounds good. Well, guys, thank you for uh, taking time out of your evening, your week. Uh, Joe, I know you said you've been you you in Winfield, Tennessee, you had to go snatch a trailer before it got merchandise trailer before it got gone. But uh, thank you for taking time, both of you, out of yeah. your week to come on here and 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 uh, waste your time with us a little bit and, and talk to us for a while. I, I enjoy appreciate it. it. Uh, guys, if you know if Logan wins the championship, maybe we'll be back here in October uh, discussing this season. Yeah, that if sounds I win good. The championship, I want a steak dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. One of you got one last year for some competition. So, oh, I know, I, if I win I, the championship, I we're gonna have to talk one of those over. You know what? I had to buy the steak dinner last time because Wes picked the winners. Uh, we're gonna pick the winners tonight, and we're gonna do it again this year. But if you win the championship. Wes buys you a steak dinner. I already bought one. It's time for him to buy somebody a steak dinner. Logan, if you win the championship, now this is this is overall American All Star Championship for the tour. If you win the championship, I'll buy you a steak dinner. Write All it right. down. All right, you there you go, here, folks. All right, we'll see you. We'll see you in October. So sounds good. We'll be back on here, guys. Thank you. Thank you again. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks right, for having us. Thank you, guys. Have a good weekend. All right, well, that, was a, that was a fun conversation, man. That's uh, uh, Logan. Logan's a fun guy, and of course Joe as well. You know, just uh, just uh, good good conversation for sure. And yes. uh, we we appreciate them coming on, and uh, Brandon Hargrove a little bit earlier as well. He had to he had to go work, so he he left yeah. a little early. But he he uh, he was on here as well. So good. We really appreciate them for sure. Yeah, yeah, really good talking with them, and uh, look forward to look forward to an awesome weekend. Yeah, we need to talk about one other thing while we've got some people still on here, uh, real quick too. Wes, uh, Lake Cumberland, of course, having their big event this weekend, but also uh, Mudlick Valley Raceway, another one of our tracks opening up this weekend. Their first event, of course, for uh, the Gent family uh that's going to be their very first event as track owners and promoters and man i've just been watching again this week seeing the work that they're doing over there to that facility i mean you talk about some people who are invested into the sport and into that racetrack and they have really just done an unbelievable amount of work to that place over there and uh, I think I, I'm going to be there. I, I already committed to that. Uh, I told them that I, w I wanted to come, had some free time. So I'm planning on going over there. Uh, and uh, so can't wait. I'm excited about it. And, and I'm just looking forward to and really hope that things turn out really well for them this weekend. Yeah, me too. I, I've also uh, saw on Facebook this week uh, all of the preparation and work um to get everything ready for opening night and uh they have busted their butts uh to get everything perfect and i just really really hope that that they'll have a have an awesome opening night i hate that i can't be there i've got some family coming in this weekend but uh excited that you're going to be able to go and uh and enjoy that and and i know you'll keep me posted and send me updates and pictures and uh just, just really, really hoping for uh, for awesome opening night for those guys at Mudlick Valley. 
Yeah, I hope hope to. And then our our plans, I believe, Wes. I don't know. We haven't talked this week, so I don't know. I don't know where we're. <laughs> but but uh, I think it's the first time I've talked to you this week. Was we jumped on here tonight, but um, text a little bit. But as far as talking, I think we're planning on doing our first live show from Ponderosa on the 21st. If that's not the case, we'll, I'll let you know. But, but I think that's our plan. Is that? Am I right about that? I don't know. It's yeah. been so long since I've talked to you. Yeah, that's a, that's a plan. Uh, fingers and toes crossed, and, and uh, we've, we've got our equipment in if we can figure out how to how to get it to work and, uh, and yeah. operate. So that's the plan uh, because that's going to be a, a huge night uh on the 21st of, of April opening night at Ponderosa and uh, all classes, big money. And then uh, Valvoline Ironman late model series, 7,500 to win should be a dandy. And uh, what better way to open up and, and have our, our first live show from the track uh, than, yeah. than to do it that night. So yeah, that's the plan. Uh, yeah. Like I said, hopefully everything will work out, but, uh, we'd love to love to do that yeah it'll be a lot of fun for sure uh it might also be like our whole phone situation of course i couldn't get the i barely got my internet connection to work much less try to take some phone calls tonight i'll get that all fixed by next week but um might be like the phones last week nobody called no we may not have anyone show up we'll sit there live and talk to ourselves if not it'll it'll be okay but hopefully we can have some people come up to that we'll do it just a little bit you know maybe an hour or so before race time and let some people get in there and have some drivers come up and do some interviews and things like that so i definitely think it'll be uh it'll be a lot of fun and i'm i'm looking forward to that uh well let's talk about we've already mentioned both of these but uh our racing outlook for october or not october we was talking about october October. earlier april 14th and 15th uh lake cumberland speedway american all-star series uh three thousand to win late models open wheel modified super stocks hobby stocks and front wheel drive so um, and then at Mud Lake Valley is their opening night. A lot of changes over there. So go go check them out if you're over there in, in that area uh, on Saturday, April 15th as well. Uh, they're running super late models, open wheel modified, sport mods, KDRA super stocks and four cylinders. And then uh, Ponderosa Speedway is planning a practice session for Friday night, October 14th from 6 to 10. So a few options there for you this, this coming weekend. I do want to thank all of our sponsors, as we always do. Uh, Wes, we we really, man, we we appreciate all these folks for coming on board with us and and helping us out to be able to do some of these things like live shows and and all that good stuff. So uh, we're we're very appreciative. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Smokehouse Grill and Buffet, they're our presenting sponsor for our podcast, uh, Racetrack Connection. Download that Racetrack Connection app. Uh, Bluegrass Restoration and Construction, The Detail Shop, Extreme Style Signs and Graphics, Fast Track Racing Series, uh, Ultimate Heart of America, Super Late Model Series. That's another one. They're going to be at Paragon Speedway uh, for 10000 to win this weekend as well. So uh, almost forgot to, to mention that. So they'll, they'll And then also, also uh, at Florence, you got the Spring 50 yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. So yeah. big, Don't one, forget that big one. one up there as well. Uh, Dirtman Diecast, uh, CT Promotions, Mudlick Valley Raceway, Richmond Raceway, The Rock, 
uh, Rockcastle Speedway, Thunder Mountain Speedway, Lake Cumberland Speedway, Ponderosa Speedway, Valvoline Ironman Late Model Series, and the Bruce Belt Performance uh, Modified Series. Did I get them all? You got them all. I think I did, buddy. Well, it's been a fun show. Can't wait to do it again next week. Yes, it has. Really looking forward to it. And uh, I just I just really enjoy uh, getting on here. And, again, thanks to Brandon Hargrove, um, Sherman Kalen, Logan Walls, and Joe Rush. Another great show. Just just yep. thank you guys for, for coming on and uh and being with us tonight. So yep, absolutely. Yep. Thank you for thank you for uh thank you for watching and listening on here with us. Yes. As I've said before, you can always listen to the replay on your favorite podcast platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, any of those. So uh, check it out. If you didn't get to watch the whole thing, it'll be on there. Should be up by tomorrow, so be sure and be sure and check that out as well. Uh, this has been Dirt Racing in the Bluegrass Live. We will see you at the races.